conversation. I I like your show. Two professionals, two men interested in the world of professional wrestling, presenting it as it should be presented. And you, my friends, should be commended for that because there are a lot of other podcasts out there that just don't do that job. So congratulations. And I really, really want to thank you both for allowing me to come on your show. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hope I can do it again sometime. This has been our honor, sir, and thank you very much. Uh, uh, one last thing. Go ahead. I would like to officially proclaim John Cena Sr. Yes. As the classiest man on the face of the earth. Look at that. Look at that. And I Unbelievable. I mean that. I'd like to extend an invitation to the both of you. If you're ever in this area, you look me up, and I don't know if you guys have ever been to the Kowloon restaurant. And Saugus Mass, Holy that's my God. old stomping grounds. I go there all the time. We're not banned? Would... We're not banned. I heard we were banned from this place. What did you just say? I, I thought we might be banned. I don't know. Go on, well, sir. Go I, on. I heard there was some poison duck for me over there. You know, I have a rule of thumb. Oy. My rule of thumb is that I try to pass it on to my sons. When you run into trouble and you think, you know, it's the worst thing that ever happens and you can't do shit about it, <laughs> be like a duck in the rain. When it rains, what happens to the water on a duck's back? It rolls off. Yeah. That's right. Get a thick skin. Yeah. When you're in this business, if you don't have a thick skin, you're out. Yeah. I would really, if you gentlemen are up in this area, I would love you to be my guests at the Kowloon. It would be my pleasure. And um, as I said to uh, Monty and Farrell, uh, Ship me your address. I have my own private save label soda, Fabo Pop. I'd like to send you some of that. Sweet. And a couple of bottles of my hot sauce. And maybe I might sneak a couple of bottles of uh, 
Sabo wine in there. That's fantastic. Sir, you have been an incredible guest. We are honored to have you on our show, and we could we just thank you very much for spending thank some time with us. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. All right, Cena. Thank, thank you. you. Mr. John Cena, senior. senior. Wow, unbelievable. Well, that was awesome. That was He is the classiest fantastic. man alive. He is a classiest. He's the classiest man alive. What on earth? So, thoughts? Blown away. Uh, basically, super intelligent so well thought out just class what am i going to say i mean you can really top it after that and 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 revealing and truthful and down to earth and you know just so great just real, great home run real real quick home freaking run yeah real quick yeah, a lot of fans quick. out there were wondering why we w didn't go into that whole boston wrestling thing yeah i was we were not going to drag john no. cena senior into this mess it's in fact, bad enough we turned it into a sitcom with that <laughs> well in, in <laughs> fact i gotta tell you um actually it was funny after what we I... after what I saw. Mm -hmm. I don't think you even saw it, but after no, what I saw you this know me week, with the internet, huh? I'm probably going to disassociate myself. Yeah. With the whole situation. Oh, I don't blame you. It's you know it's gone overboard. Absolutely. Again, um, yeah, I agree I'll, with that. I'll say this is that the reason this whole thing started was because we felt there was some mistreatment going sure. on from what we were told and everything else went on. Yeah. Um, if I would have had the foresight to know what kind of low level you may be dwelling into through others' actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, what I heard yeah. Tuesday night um, Understood. was... Septic uh, tank was material. Was septic, septic tank material. I, was I got you. I got and, you. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, if I could have again known that was going to go on we would not even have done that show with tony on saturday right, right. because i think the message was lost it was basically right. tony saying leave me alone dan i right. want to be left alone dan i want to be left alone that was the basic premise of so the anyway, whole thing you know yes. if anyone want you know if anyone thinks it's a work or whatever else the point of the matter right. is oh, dan you win you have officially won we will not be doing battle with you anymore in fact i don't think we're going to cross we're not going to say any more words about him go on with your life when you step that low to humiliate people yeah, like that yeah i'm not there's it's uh you don't, I don't go, know what else you don't say. go back and dip your sneaker into the pile of dog shit so no that's okay you you enjoy your own odor and, and going back on. to john cena senior bye right we did a show on it it was funny he thought it was funny it was all good it wasn't a work I did not know John Cena Sr. You right, didn't know John Cena right, Sr. Right. We had a good time. Right. Uh, I will tell you personally, talking to this man on the phone, oh. what uh, what a human being. Yeah. And he's uh, a home run. Intelligence. You know what he is? He reminds me of uh, like you know the old American Bob Backlund. I'm quite impressed. And you know, anytime we talk about Backlund, you know what rarefied air that is. We've seen Roy Camp. Of people you here. wrote, "You're talking what was said Tuesday as the truth. We don't know if the truth. His stepdaughter could be lying." Sir, in life, in life, mm -hmm. there's hearsay. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to be said. Sure. Here are the only facts that we know. Right. And I'm saying we know. Right. I only know what Mr. Atlas told me. Mm -hmm. Here is one fact that is true. Mr. Atlas wanted to be left alone. Very true. That is a fact. Mm -hmm. There's no faking in that. So we heard the stories from his stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. 
We've heard the stories from Marotti. Yep. But we also heard that Tony Atlas just wanted to be left alone. Right. That is the only truth that is the truth. Right. Okay? So. Agreed. Again, um, Biggie21, thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. Uh, John Cena Sr. Uh, was fantastic. Yep. Um, sure was. So, again, sure after was. what I heard Tuesday, um, I'm not going to partake in this because I'm not going to allow someone to get embarrassed because of something that, you know, that we may be involved in. Yeah. And I see it more as someone becoming a victim of somebody's really sick, twisted mind. So I am more than happy to join you in saying goodbye. You were really nothing in any way. So goodbye. So long. See you. See Chris ya. Lee, we love you too, brother. Um, Richard Cramium says, I was a boss in wrestling and Dan Marotti, f a fan until he stepped the daughter video. Yeah, come on, man. Listen, I guys, agree. we really appreciate you joining us every Thursday Absolutely. night. Absolutely. You guys uh, have been great during all of this. I know of you. I know. maybe you all wanted to hear something. I wouldn't dare. I would not. You yeah. know, again, number number one, how could you say anything to Mr. John Cena Sr. about well, anything? How, how about the fact that we love professional wrestling? Sure. We truly do respect it. We've never screwed around with any of our guests. And we've always treated them with the utmost respect. And John Cena Sr. made it impossible. Jimmy Finger said, to I told you guys that Mr. Cena was a jerk class of act. any kind towards him because he's such a. I'm sorry, get that out again, no, brother. No, Jimmy Finger said, I told you guys Mr. Cena was a class Absolutely. act. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's up, Jimmy Finger? Tom What's says, You on? guys are doing the classy thing. Let it go. I hope Dan does the same. Absolutely. I mean, it gets to, it gets to the point where it's like, Really? Come on, man. There's certain things you just don't do, and we've seen it. Okay, so leave Tony James alone. Earl, welcome, man. It's been a while. Thanks for joining us. Uh, again, so at that, mm -hmm. Case we, we move on. Case yeah. closed. Case closed. Upcoming events, Back September 17th. We've got Abdullah the Butcher in studio. Uh, you know, and then, uh, is there any chance that Abdullah might, like, you know, maybe, like, make a pit stop in Jersey and eat too much chicken and forget to come here? Not yet. I'm afraid of this guy. Why are you bringing him in? He's be scary. Mr. Wonderful, wanna... Monty and Faro, do you think Tony should sue Dan for defamation? Let, whatever Tony decides to do, you know we're going to have his back one way or the other. Could I see him doing it? Yeah, I could see him doing it. But at this point, I bet Tony would trade all this nonsense for, leave me the fuck alone. Right? Can't we just have that now? Okay, you want quiet? You got your quiet. Now leave the guy alone. All right? Yeah, I, oh, please. What a, what a worm. Enough. And then we have Rob Van Dam. What? in studio the whole September effing 7th. show yep. 90 minutes where nice. we're going to allow people to get a good 30 minutes of questions in mm -hmm. ask mm -hmm. questions that we don't ask right. um see how that works uh, miami st jen says he seems like a great guy but you dropped the ball not asking the owner of boston wrestling of exploiting wrestlers so um not gonna ask that question interesting okay interesting um, interesting to, to I don't write. know. That's interesting. I don't know anything about MWF. I, I still don't know what I say. Whatever. I mean, when it comes to uh, the, the, the face that I see doing it, I'm not interested. It's not interesting. 
Right. His, his beginning stinks. The whole thing. Whatever, bro. I'm just not interested. Anyway, great interview. You know? John Cena Senior. And again, I will say this last thing. Yeah. Consider, you know, again, I only know about his son. I don't mm-hmm. know about his other four sons. And sure. I'm sure they're exactly the same. Sure. Well, but he if, said uh, they're all champions. Any, that if, works if for me. If you have a son like John uh-huh. Cena. Yeah. Who does what he does for these these kids this, that and guy's these people? Yeah. The father can't be far, you know, can't be much. What's different. the old apple rolling not too far from the tree? It's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious. That's class all the way around. John DT Cena. says uh, Kaloon closing next month, so hurry up. No, I will not be going to Kaloon. I'm sorry. It's not <laughs> going to happen. It's not going to happen. I thought it's his favorite restaurant. Why is it closing next month? Anyway, we want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, this yeah. has been Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. This is Monty. This is the Pharaoh. And until next week when we get reacclimated with normalcy yeah or is it normalcy is it normalcy what's normalcy would be the no word. we'll get normalcy holy shit take some more acid pharaoh see you next week later bye so much for the fans with his make the wish charity you know he's a le- he's a legend but as a father what did you do to instill that kind of a humanity and an empathy in him i have five sons okay all five of my sons are champions i raised my boys the way i was raised i come from an italian family we grew up with love we grew up with caring and we grew up helping others, working to make sure others had what we didn't have. You know, my mother and father both worked. Uh, I'm not trying to put any anybody saying, oh, poor Mr. Cena. No, had a great life. I really did. Um, but, you know, it was a lot different. And so I tried to instill in my boys um, that value that was instilled in me. You know, we heard a neighbor couldn't buy food. We brought them food. We heard a neighbor was in the hospital. We went to visit. Um, I, I feel very, very upset. Um, I received a, an email on Thursday. <clears throat> it was from a friend of mine for a, four, a 15-year-old boy, a children's hospital. John, obviously, you're not going to get him. So I offered to go in and bring some memorabilia and, you know, talk to the young man. I received a text on Friday that said, we don't know if that's going to happen. I got a text on Saturday morning that he was on morphine. I got a text on Saturday night that he died. You know, when you look at that kind of thing, anybody who's anybody that cares, if you don't reach out and you won't help. And John, my son, you know, his heart is so big. 
I've heard all kinds of things, you know, say what you want about them. Say what you want. All my young sons, they're all the same. And the Make-A-Wish is near and dear to his heart. And I think that's a way that we give back. It's a way to take care of these young men and women who probably won't be here. I remember doing a wrestling show in Canada, and a woman came over to the ring, uh, and she said to me, Mr. Cena, I want you to see something. And it was a locket, and she opened it up, and she said, there's a picture of your son, and there's a picture of my daughter. He was so kind to go out of his way to meet my daughter, and she died three days after we met her. So, you know, those are the values that I instill. That's, I live by those rules. I don't trash people. I don't try to hurt people. I try to help. Sometimes I'm not successful, like that young man. Um, but you know, if the world would just stop and look and see what's happening, we've got people who can't buy food. We have elderly people eating dog food. Appalachia, they can't afford shoes or clothes. Yet we'll send billions of dollars overseas. Cena does things to give back. He loves those children. He loves to make a wish. Uh, I remember one time when he took a shirt and his bands off his arm and gave it to a young man right there in a wheelchair. So that's what it's all about. Uh, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make them drink. I can instill or hope to teach you the values that I grew up with, the values that I live by today. If you do it, great. If you don't, then I did the best I could. Well said, sir. Well said. John, how about the... Wow. That was that was excellent. Thank you. Uh, ah, that's, that's Farrow's favorite. That's Valentine. my all-time favorite, Greg Valentine. Let me so, tell you, he is a great, great person. Oh. Hello, Greg. The Dream Team. What did you think about the Dream Team? Ooh. Was it really a dream? Oh, no. To me, they were. To me, they were. So let me ask you, John. The return of John Cena, yeah. Brock Lesnar, yeah. Becky Lynch, and Phil Brooks. See, which, in your opinion, was the most uh, impressive in, you know, on the return? Wow. You know? Wow. Um, I think uh, the deal with Becky, eh, you know... Um, the way she left, the way she came back, a squash in three minutes, um, sorry. Um, you know, I'll tell you who impressed me was Edge. He has not lost it. No. The brood, him and, him and oh. uh, Rollins put on one hell of a match. I thought it would be the best match of the night. I agree. I was, imp I was so impressed by that. And Adam Copeland, if I may use his name, sure. um, is probably one of the best. Um, I work with him. He's a great guy, a great professional wrestler. Um, I remember when John and he were in Canada, I was there, and they had the table stacked up. John was on the ladder, and he had Edge on his shoulders for the, the FU then. Um, and I, I saw John shake his head, and you could hear Edge say, now. And when Edge went, he went through those tables, was knocked out. Edge's mother was behind me, and all, all I could hear was, oh, my God. Um, but there is a tremendous athlete. I think the return of Cena was good. I, I think it was well done. Excellent. I just think WWE should have put a swerve in there. Um, you know, the, the last night on SmackDown, uh, when, when I, I said, well, you know, there's a chance. We're going to have a 17-time world champion. 
And then as soon as Roman Reigns extended his hand, and this is what I mean about storylines and writers, I don't get it. He extends his hand and said, I'll tell you what, I'll do one better. If I lose, I'll leave WWE. Right. Come on, guys. Right. It's a loss. Yeah. You know what that, I would have done? Agree, agreed. Agreed. That's what I thought. Agreed. Well, I, I, I didn't like it. Why give me, why, what's the point of watching the show? Mm. Tell me that. I, I, I don't understand. Yep. You know, I don't mind paying money, but if I can, if I can come to the end before you, right. And then I was watching and I said to somebody, you know what? I'm going to put 10 bucks on the table right now. Lesnar's coming out. No way. All right. What happened after Cena took the beat down? Yeah, there it is. See, there I think is. what should have happened was Cena should have won that. Hmm. That would have been the swerve. That would have been the swerve. Paul Heyman would have intervened and said, hold it. There was no contract, nothing in writing. He doesn't leave the WWE. As a matter of fact, tomorrow night or at Madison Square Garden, there'll be a rematch. Interesting. Interesting. Let Rands have it back. I mean, I don't care what's going to happen. You know, Brock Lesnar's going to go in now. We're going to have the same old thing all over again. Mm. And people are going to complain all over again. We've got a part-time champion. Unless the deal is, who does Roman Reigns really have left to fight? He's just going to keep going through these older stars, and he's just going to beat each one? It's, it's beginning to not make sense anymore. Interesting. So Wrestling fans, now you too can look as cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at MontyandthePharaoh.com. We know what you're thinking. Did they fire off six fascinating points of interest or only five? Well, to tell you the truth, in all the excitement of watching and listening to Long Island's number one wrestling podcast, I've actually forgotten myself. But being this is the Monty and the Pharaoh, from indie music studios in Ron Conklin. And the fact that they were talking to yet another champion wrestling star, one of the most powerful and talented performers from the wrestling franchise, and not to forget well-informed and provocative interview questions asked and answered. It was such an interesting and entertaining hour, the questions nearly blew your head clean off. Now you've got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Do you? Problems we had with Boston Wrestling. I know I, that. I, I know, know them very well. You know I, that. I, I know you go on that channel. Okay. Um, yeah. Did you think 
that we were out of line with our approach against Boston wrestling? Wow, that's a good question because I I, uh, I know those folks and uh, know Dan certainly too, and uh, he's been very kind and nice to me. And and, okay. and I don't know that everyone's had that experience, you know. And uh, and I respect everybody. And uh, sure. I kind of feel like Switzerland here, kind <laughs> of a kind of neutral, you <laughs> Look know. Look at you and, uh, taking it. Look at you playing Switzerland. And, and, and I, oh, yeah, very smart, Switzerland, you know. And I think there's room smart. for everybody. And and right. I understand. And this is wrestling, and there are conflicts sometimes. And sure. uh, you know, if, if it's done for a, you know, for a good reason and, and if you're looking out for another person, you know, I can totally understand that. And, um, yeah, tough. Cause I like everyone involved here, you know? And, uh, so Phil, you know, you're in, the, you're in the proverbial hot seat. So this is not just going to end uh, like this. So now here's the question to you. Do you think that Dan was out of line posting that video of Tony Atlas's stepdaughter? Wow. Wow. That was, that they, uh, Oof! Sorry, pal. <laughs> <laughs> but Johnny Cash walking the line, man. You know, yeah, um, yeah. You could certainly argue that, you know, and 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 I know his perspective as he felt like, you know, uh, he felt like that some some misinformation was out there about him. So I think that was, you know, um, I, I can't speak for him, but I think that's how he how he played it, and uh, it was it was a tough thing. That was a tough thing, definitely a tough thing, a very evocative thing, and. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how I, I, I feel, but but again, I, I, I like the guy, and, and it seems to have gotten real personal, and I just wish it didn't on any end, you know. Sure, sure. I mean, I was just the sort of thing that, that was kept behind uh, closed doors because love indie wrestling, love the business, and I, and I want to see everybody do well, you know. And uh, and I'm not faulting you guys, and I'm not faulting him. I'm just sure. – uh, yeah, boy, boy, the hot seat is pretty hot tonight, guys. <laughs> yeah, <you're doing. laughs> well, I, I got I to tell you, if I could speak for the Pharaoh, we do love you, and we oh thank God. you for all the support His you've given us. And yep. we respect what what you're saying. I mean, there's Absolutely. nothing wrong with what you're saying, and Absolutely. we appreciate your candor. And it's all about the boys, too, and, and keeping the boys busy and, uh, you know, giving them a forum and making sure people don't forget about them. And, sure. uh, you know, it's... Sure. Uh, and that's and, and and you guys are great with them. Very respectful. You keep it positive. You keep it funny. I mean, you ask the questions, but it's it's not too dark, and it's 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 just right. Yeah, and, we, uh, we, we, yeah, we try not to get into the dark stuff, right? I mean, that stuff's covered all the time, and right. Yeah, you know, right. I, I I personally, and I know Farrell, we personally we grew up in these guys, and we have nothing but respect for them. So. It's, you know, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Well, Phil, thanks for joining us, hey, man. Can, can I Thank squeeze you guys. in one? Really appreciate it. Phil, sit tight a second. Can I get just one yep. question in with Go Phil? Ahead. I love Phil's comments. He's very quick-witted. Phil, who's your comedic influences? Because you are quick on a draw. Oh, wow. That's a, that's, that's, uh, that's a good question. Of course, George Carlin was great. How uh, did I know? How yeah, did I know? One of okay. the best. One of the best. Oh, uh, yeah. I love Johnny Carson. I mean, he okay. was just no, – no one can even come close right now. All these pretenders out there. Oh, Comedy yeah. is just awful right now, yeah. save for Dave Chappelle and a few others. But, right, uh, right. But I, but I like him very much, you know. And uh, we got a local guy on the radio, Howie Carr, who's really good and funny and exceptionally intelligent. He's a journalist. He's actually um, – 
we, we had a local mobster, Whitey Bulger. You might have heard of him. Oh, uh, yeah, I've yep. heard of him. <laughs> yeah. What, sure. Yeah. Well, Whitey is no more. And uh, he right. certainly plagued Boston for, for uh, a couple of decades. And at one point, he actually was going to take out Howie. And that's how influential Howie is wow. around here. But, you know, wow. if, you, if you want to get a yeah, yeah. Howie's an interesting guy. He's funny and witty and uh, he's worth listening to. Uh, you, can, you can watch him online, too. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate that, those thoughts. Yeah. Just uh, I don't know. It's the coffee that gets me quick. I don't there, know. There you go. <laughs> Well, thanks for calling in, man. Uh, yeah, Thank Phil, you. we'd like to send you a T-shirt, so just message us on the webpage. I'd like to send a T-shirt out to you, okay? Thank you. Love you guys. Love, Love you too, show. man. Thank thanks. you for One everything. One more thing, Phil, is if you yes. could leave the call, that would be All right, great. Phil's Thank leaving you. right now. Oh, I'm leaving right now. No, Thank no, you. I meant Peace, to Phil. Like, thanks, like, actually Peace. leave in the computer. Thanks, guys. All right. Maria, you're up. The link has been sent. Miss Maria Davis. So when she's ready to go, we'll, uh, we'll ring in. I'm like thoughts psyched. on Phil. I'm psyched, Maria Davis. Well, um, due to the pandemic last year, I was checking through some of the different wrestling podcasts, and I came across Monty and the Fair, and I'm like, well, who are these two guys? I've never <laughs> heard of them before. So I said, well, since I've been a wrestling fan since like grade school, junior high, and high school, and nice. college, and nice. afterwards. You know, it's like, it's time to get something new. So I started tuning in. I was like, wow, these two guys are really cool. I like that. And I like the sunglasses. And <laughs> I like your, your promos were cool. And you kept the show exciting. And you never really put people down. You just let people just say what they want. And I think that's great. And I, I also like the fact that because you've been in the wrestling business for, you know, so many years and you've got experience and you allow the fans to be themselves. And I like that. And you don't like sugarcoat stuff. You just call it straight down the line. And that's how I like it. Thank you. Have we ever Thank offended you. you at any times? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> um, no, you've never offended me. And you know what? I'll tell you something. Even though you can agree to disagree and you can still be friends, you can still be frenemies or whatever. Sure. Um, like, even with... Uh, Dan Marotti. Okay, so I, I said what I felt. Okay, yeah, I sent you out what I felt. I didn't like he was doing a Tony and Marty. Mm -hmm. And I don't care that, you know, Rick B sent the uh, screenshot. You know, I don't even give a shit about that. That's just me. Okay. You know, people are entitled to do what they want to do. He felt that he was doing that to get some brownie points with Dan. I don't even give a shit about that. <laughs> so my thing is, I said what I said, and I stand by what I feel, and I don't let anybody talk down to me. I mean, I've been called everything, but everything that's on my driver's license and my birth certificate, and I'm not offended. <laughs> so anybody who thinks you can offend me, no, you can't. And like that last uh, fool that was on her, I just definitely removed it because there's a lot of bullshit. And, you know, people are afraid sometimes to say what they really want. But, I mean, me, no, I am not shy, not at all. I will tell you if I like you. I will tell you if I hate you. But I don't hate people because it's a waste of time. And that's just terrible energy to Absolutely. give somebody that much authority and that much reign in your life. I mean, Absolutely. you have to say, well, you know what? Hey, either you like me or you don't. I don't care because I'm going to still wake up tomorrow. I'm going to still go to work. I'm going to still live my life. I will still watch the number one wrestling podcast on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Oh. out of New York. Monty and the Pharaoh. And this is the best shirt I got on. 
All I need is to get the mug so I can put my hibiscus tea in her, and I'm done. Oh, look at that. Nice. Hey, don't worry. Nice. Your package should be arriving. I, I shipped it a little late. I'm sorry. I got a little behind, but Maria's got some good stuff you, coming to you, her. Wait a minute. Now, do you realize you said the words package and behind in the same sentence? <laughs> you know what you're yeah, doing? Yeah, we, you're you're, you're, you're well, opening up a door that the pharaoh's just going to walk right through. Unbelievable. So let me ask you both. Uh, you brought up Dan. You, brought, you both brought up Dan Marotti and, and Boston, right? Yes. Did you feel yes. that we were out of line with our approach with Boston Wrestling? No, I think you were absolutely spot on. It was about time somebody really, you know, stood up to him and, and just let him know it's not right. You pick on these poor wrestlers who have fallen on hard times, and then you get them on there and you make an ass out of them. Right. And then you get your little couple dollars, and right. then you think you've done something. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you feel, well, you know, I can do this. And I remember there was one restaurant where he had made fun of him, and he was living under a bridge at one time. He had fallen on really hard times. And he just got up there and just totally annihilated him. I said, what a freaking prick you are to do that to somebody. You know, but you're not the best looking guy looking out here. I mean, you've got soft shoes. I mean, you're all contorted. You can't walk. And he calls me, you know, a fat ass bitch. Well, yes, my ass is fat because the men aren't complaining. He's never had an ass to really hold on to because that wife and those kids, those kids aren't even his. So, Dan, if you want to get real, get real. And if Rick is listening a screenshot of this too. I don't give a fuck. You know? I don't care. Wow! Don't, don't hold. Friend. Don't hold back, Maria. Maria, are you sure oh, no, you're not block? Are you blocking right now? You got to really let it go. No. Okay, let it out. No, I'm okay. not blocking anything because I hate to see. I hate to see people being taken advantage of. Like you know, it could happen to anyone, and a sure. lot of wrestlers. Yes. You know, yes. sometimes maybe they're not great with their money. Maybe they are. That's not my business. Right, if right, I feel right. that I want to contribute something to them, I will. And if I don't think they're, you know, worth my time, then I don't. Okay? And life goes on. But, I mean, wrestlers can say whatever they want. If they like women, if they don't like women, if they like black women, if they don't like black women, if they like what It doesn't matter to me. I don't care. I'm on here for entertainment. You right. know what I mean? Right. Because if everybody thought the same, it would be so freaking boring. So I say what I say. I don't take anything back. I I don't give a shit. You know, I mean, I'm I'm just me. I love wrestling. I always did. Um, here in Pittsburgh, you know, Bruno was like the living legend and, you know, his sons and everything. And, you know, we have some pretty good wrestlers, plus Kurt oh, Angle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh's favorite, the Olympian. Well, one of my uh, former producers went to college with him at Clarion State, and I've heard some great stories about Kurt. And um, I said, I'm going to put that on my bucket list. So the next time he does come to Pittsburgh to visit his family, I'm going to just be so nosy. I'm just going to put myself out there and do it. Chris, while we, we have you, I wanted to ask you, who is the Australian wrestling legend? Who's your Bruno Sammartino over there since uh, Maria brought up uh, Bruno? Do you have one? Um... Was that a no? No one really currently. The, the, the fabulous Probably kangaroos. Milano. The fabulous kangaroos. The fabulous, the fabulous kangaroos. kangaroos. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were very good. Bill okay. Dundee. Bill Dundee. Oh, Jack. Yeah, Bill Dundee. Yeah. Bill Dundee. Now, wait a minute. Bill Dundee's yeah. in studio. Bill in Dundee's coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Jamie's good, too. Okay. Hey, Maria, a personal question. Yes. And maybe I'm barking yes. up the wrong tree. 
But no, keep barking. Here's a question. <laughs> don't, don't encourage What him. is the deal with all those young boys that are in Boston Wrestling Studios? There's Ooh. something weird going Ooh, on there. Now, wait a minute. Ooh. You know what? Um, I think, you know what? I think a lot of them probably may be interns. I think from when I was there before I left, okay. um, I really don't know too very much. You know, not much about them, nor do I really care. Okay. Um, there was one in particular. He was pretty good, Matt Dagman. He was pretty good. The rest, I really don't know anything about them. I just think that, you know, if you want to learn something about wrestling, you know, maybe go to a studio or a podcast or somebody who really knows the business. But I'm like this. If you haven't taken a bump, then how the heck do you know what wrestling is? Right. Yeah, it's right. true. That is it's true. just hearsay. But then again, I mean, like, you know, you, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you go into the studio and I guess you sit down and you get a chance to interview these you know, former superstars and get a chance to know what they're really like outside of the ring, outside mm -hmm. of their gimmick, and just to see if they're really for real. Now, I'm sure some wrestlers probably may be very nice. Maybe some aren't. I don't know. It depends on what kind of mood they're in. But I do, you know, kind of wonder, you know, what's going on with that. But I really don't know. And anything about Boston wrestling, I don't even give a shit. I don't even care. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Well, I, I, I got to tell you both, thank you both for joining us, Maria, Chris. Thank you you both are wonderful, wonderful human beings. We want to thank birthday, you. Happy birthday, Jimmy. Oh, that's oh, right. Happy you. birthday, Jimmy. That's right. I was made in a lab over 50 years ago. Wow, that's a long time ago to be made in a lab. I was, oh, happy uh, birthday. And I'm going to donation for your birthday. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you very much. I was mad at Jimmy this week, Chris. I didn't tell him. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you holding my cash? I got your Get cash. Get over here, you. It's hidden. Unbelievable. That's I was just... angry. Yeah, but he'll tell you know, probably give me some white right, castle and be like, we'll that see was you. on uh, Chris. We'll see so. you next week. Uh, we've got a I love you, Jimmy. Thank you. Thank you so, much, man. We got a mod, Johnson. We love you both. We'll talk to you soon. Love, love you guys. guys. Thank you. Nice love. to meet you, Chris. You too, Miss Davis. That was fabulous. That was fabulous. Fraud, fraud, and just run fraud, fraud, fraud. Hey, what's up, wrestling fans? Boston Wrestling's Dan Marade has passed away. I'm not sure what the cause and death was for Mr. Marade, but as more information is released, I'll do a follow-up interview to keep y'all informed. But I enjoyed Mr. Dan's content. He always comes with a banger interview, 
something to watch, something to learn from. He had great interviews with New Jack, Tony Atlas, Marty Janetti, The Godfather, D'Lo Brown, Leo Rush, and many, many, many more great superstars and legends. So my condolences go out to Mr. Dan Marade, his family, his friends. And as more information is revealed on his death, I'll keep everybody informed. So, R.I.P. Mr. Dan. Get do you treat your dog as part of the family? <laughs> well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. energy drink yeah it's that good this is a serious question hey. i'm trying to be somber here hey oh, never mind any thoughts on the passing of dan marotti from boston wrestling tony well as y'all well know me and dad we did not leave on good terms i think what dad did to me was uncalled for but in the bible it says forgive and forget the reason that God tell us that, because when you forget, until you forget, it keep hurting you. So in order for me to, to heal my pain, I had to erase him from my mind. I, I came to the modern Farrell show, and I expressed myself and how I felt about what he was doing. And I, to me, it was over. But I do feel uh, not happy about his passing, you know, cause he never got a chance to redeem himself. Uh, not that I would have worked for him again because I was done with him. Okay. I, I would not have worked for him, but, but, I, but I'm not happy with his passing. Now, let's put it that way. You know, I'm, it, it, uh, I'm kind of sad that such a young man had to leave uh, so early before he grew up to learn how to appreciate what he had and be more respectable towards others. Now he started attacking you guys because y'all were trying to help me, mm -hmm. which I felt was wrong. Okay. I mean, neither one of y'all ever did anything to Dan Morello. There was no reason for Dan to attack Marty or to attack the Pharaoh. Well, y'all never did nothing to him. Uh, but we all make our own bed and we the one had to lie in it. He made his bed. Uh, he left out of here not a very likable person. So I kind of said that he didn't stay around long enough to grow up, to be appreciated of the position he had, and be a more appreciated of the guests that travel and work with him. You know what broke up our relationship was over a hundred bucks. A hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. When Kobe hit, 
my prices on rental cars went up. I told Dan I can't afford okay. to pay that much for rental car. Okay. I said, just throw me a hundred dollars for the rental car. Didn't want to do it. He, you know, he felt that that I owe him something. You know, and like I said, I, I'm I'm sad about his passing. You, know, I'd be sad with anybody pass. You know, regardless if I like them or not. Oh, life is precious. Because when you lose your life, you lose everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. You lose everything. And I'm sure he had family and people that loved him and cared about him. And, and it's, the, it's the ones we leave behind that it hurt the most. The ones we leave behind, like something happened to me, the people that going to get hurt the most will be my wife my, and my kids and my grandkids. They're going to be hurt, hurt the most. There'll be some fans hurt, but not as much as my wife, you know. How about the real Dan Marotti, though? Of course, the fans, and he had plenty of them with Boston Wrestling. They see the Dan Marotti on the presentation. What was he like in real life to you? I mean, did he change over the years? I mean, who was the real Dan Marotti he to lost Tony Atlas? Well, he, he put him in that same category as Sasha Banks. Sometimes we lose appreciation. It's kind of like your mom. She feeds you, clothes you, raised you, gave birth. You grow up, and you start disrespecting her. And that's pretty much Sasha Bank, Becky Lynch, and Dan Marotta, and Tony Atlas fell in the same boat. We was raised, nurtured, and taken care of. And then we turned on our parents. The ones that, that did the most for us is the ones that we turn on the most. Because who done more from Sasha Bank than Vince? Who? Can't think of anyone. In the Who traveled more to Damarella's show and did more for Damarella than me? Understood. Understood. And I tried to make it reasonable for him. I mean, I didn't try to uh, price gouge him or, or anything. I tried to work at, for the lowest possible price. And I do that with a lot of people, people that work with me. You know, I, 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 I just want to make enough money where I don't feel stupid at the end of it. But I don't want to put you in the poorhouse doing it. You know, that just that's just how I do business. And people that work with me, you know, I negotiate a price with them that is reasonable, that I think. I don't ask people to pay extra stuff. You know, like when I travel, I pay my own gas, I pay my own rental car. I don't ask a promoter, well, I want this plus you gotta pay my rental car plus you gotta pay for this plus gotta pay. I don't do all that to people. Cause then I'm not uh I'm I'm doing good. But the people that book me is not. <laughs> That's the only problem. Big Bassetti says out there, men make mistakes, Dan, too. Tony helped me many dark nights also. God bless. Wow. So, you know, there was one thing that we, we nice. I guess we should recognize is that you and Marathi <clears throat> together on those shows entertained many people through sure. some very, very hard times. Yep. So both of you should be respected for what, you know, what you accomplished there. You know, a lot of people out there were going, you know, with COVID and everything going on, their yep. lives are very tough and mm -hmm. you did a wonderful job and Marathi together entertaining these fans. So, I mean, as bad as things ended up, there is some silver lining, I guess, maybe. Well, you know, and since I've been in the wrestling business, the one person in the wrestling business that shows the fans more respect than any wrestler I ever met in my life, that's Vince McMahon Jr. If you want to lose your job, refuse to sign an autograph. Really? I have seen Vince run. He's running late. 
and he got the big two suitcases in his hand, he'd run into the limousine. And somebody would just walk up to him and say, Vince, can you say that? He would drop them suitcases Vince. and say, really? Vince McMahon would never say no to a fan. Never. That's amazing. Okay. Because he t he tell us guys all the time, without them, there's, there's no us. There's nothing. Hmm. You know, that's why he called it the wrestling universe. He didn't like the idea of calling them fans because a fan is like a follower. He said the rest of the universe, he said that makes the people feel more a part of it. It's pretty smart. Instead of a follower. It's pretty smart. Like a groupie, a fan, you know. You know, so the rest of the universe, you are a part of the WWE. He even sold shock uh, uh, stock to fans. You know, you take ten dollars and buy a WWE stock. That you know, ten years from now growing to fifty thousand dollars. And it started at five. So he always catering to the to the fans, and more so than the wrestlers, which is what made him made him great. And I think the fans appreciate his appreciation of them. So, Young Rock, the Tony Atlas character, has finally appeared, season two. Um, now, again, we've known you for a long time, and we've met other wrestlers and heard different stories. So, I'm sure, or I'm not sure, that the show exaggerates situations, but. One of the major storylines in The Young Rock is the jealousy of Rocky Johnson of Tony Atlas. Uh, would that be accurate? Yes. I was told that by Chief J. Strongboat. When Vince Sr. was going to team us up together, Chief went to Vince and said, do not put Tony with Rocket. He's going to destroy that kid. Put Tony back with SD. But as but Senior said, yeah, but look how good they look together. But see, people don't realize Rocket would start in the business in the 60s. I started in the 70s. And if to, my mother said, never judge a person until you walk a mile in their shoes. And I sat here and I watched the program and I said, I wonder how I would have felt if the table was turned. That I have been in the business for 10 years. Here this young kid that only been in the business to have the time I've been in the business. And he's getting all the breaks. If you got to realize, Rocket never had a big break until they teamed up with me. I had big breaks in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, yep, many places. Mm -hmm. This was Rocket for the, all the years he been in his business. And this is a true story here. If SD was lying, tell the same thing. He called Vince Senior earlier when I was there. He wanted to come in, and Vince Senior told him, said, "Well, I got Tony Atlas and I got SD Jones. If one of them, if one of them should leave, if one of them should leave, you could take their place." Well, of course, I left, so Rocket took my place. My first night back, Vince Sr. come to me. He asked me this. He said, uh, well, you know, I got rocking out. I go, yes, sir. He said, do you want him to stay? He said, if you want me to get rid of him, I'll get rid of him. That's what Vince Sr. said to me. Okay. I said, oh, no. Let us, I said, I don't want nobody to lose their job. And Vince said, oh, great, because we are thinking about making you tag team partners. 
That's when Chief told him what I just told y'all. He said, don't put Tony with Rock. He's going to mess him up. Sure enough, my first night back from uh, AWA, Vern Garden, my first night, Vince told, no, I, back up. I just got back from L.A., Los Angeles. Sorry, guys. I, I got so, many, so much stuff that sometimes I get confused because I'm, I'm stupid like that. <laughs> but anyway, I just got back from L.A., <laughs> and Vince said, do you want to go back to Los Angeles and get your car? Rocket said, hey, we're going to be tag team partner. He don't need to go back and get his car. He can ride with me. Plus, I got two cars. He can use one of me. He said, oh, well, great. Thank you, Rocket. So I rode from uh, back to Allen, uh, to uh, New Haven, Connecticut, with Rocket Johnson. Rocket dropped off in the hotel. He, and the next day, we supposed to be in uh, Hartford. He said, I'll pick you up at 4 o'clock, kid. He says, it's about, a, it's about an hour drive. He said, but I like to get there a little bit early. We're going to stop at Church of Chicken and get some chicken. I said, oh, great, Rocket, great. Four o'clock come around, no Rocket. Five o'clock come around, no Rocket. So Finally, at six o'clock, I called Vince, Vince and went, get a cab. I jumped in the cab. I took a cab from uh, New Haven all the way to uh, uh, Hartford, Connecticut. Cost me 270-some bucks. Rocket said, hey, where were you? I looked all over for you. See, he wanted to get rid of me. Because that was his first big break in the business. And without me, he was the man. Well, let me... And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. Tired of that same old, same old breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Same old tasting scrambled eggs, burger, that dinner steak, ribs, or pork chops. Why not add a little bit of spice or just a touch of heat to make the difference? Change that scrambled egg with a little bit of Johnny Fabulous's John Cena Sr.'s Million Dollar Jalapeno Hot Sauce. Great on burgers, steaks, chops, and those barbecued ribs. Do you treat your dog as part of the family? <laughs> well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. 
Right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, seen only here out of Indie Music TV, straight out of Ron Konkuma, Long Island. So, um, on March 9th, 2022, the pro wrestling world lost uh, Dan Marotti. The reason for his passing continues to be unknown presently. However, they left he left behind the legacy to many people and fans, and he will be missed tremendously. So, on March 9th, uh, I received a message from a few people, and one being Tony Atlas, that Dan Marotti passed away. Um, everybody's well aware of the issues we had with Dan Marotti. Mm-hmm. But I could tell, you know, and I'll let you speak to it, is that, you know, when someone dies at such a young age, mm. um, it's uh, it's not a good thing. No. It's not a good thing. No. Um, but I, I thought uh, how before we, you know, we had a couple of days to think about how we were going to present this on the show. And I, I want to make sure that everybody's clear that um, I was not a fan of Dan. Mm -hmm. uh, for some things that went on. Absolutely. Um, Understood. But did I hate him? No. I no. didn't hate him. No. Um, did, did I consider him a friend? Absolutely not. But one thing I do recognize is that there were a lot of fans out there and people mm -hmm. who had a tough go the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And Dan supplied programming to people and help the people in, in need, right? You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people were stuck at home. Um, and, you know, he helped a lot of people. So who am I to say anything beyond that is, mm -hmm. you know, he was, he, he, you know, I only knew him for what I knew him for. Right. That doesn't mean I knew him. Right. So sure. he could have been a good guy. Sure. And to some, of course he was. Um, I was actually pretty shocked. I mean, and 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 it, you know, it's weird too because some people were asking me, "Is this real or is this a work? Do you believe this business that 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 would even come up?" But I was well, actually asked that, and well, I was like, "I'm sorry, but I th th that's a little bit beyond the realms of you know, is this a work?" But I mean, I understood because of the crazy wrestling business that you always wonder, "Is anything a work or a shoot?" Uh, I felt at the time shocked. Um, Again, I agree with you. I, you know, I didn't know him. Uh, oddly enough, the first I was aware of him was just when I heard he was throwing f bombs at us, mm. and that got me very angry, as it as it should. I'm like, who's this guy? You know. But look, at the end of the day, 42 is way too young. He had family. Yep. He had friends who loved him, and to a lot of people, he was very entertaining, and they enjoyed him. You know, rest in peace. Uh, wouldn't wish that on anybody. And uh, that's that's basically it. I mean, I won't. I was I, I was not a fan of the channel, but that doesn't really matter, you know. At this given moment, you mm -hmm. know, one way or the other, you know. Uh, we both loved. We all loved wrestling, so there is something in common. At the end of the day, and um, I just hope his family uh, does well and and can get through it. And way too young. That's 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 my take. And again, you could see way too young. I tuned into one of the shows after no his passing, and mm -hmm. you'd see many fans 
were distraught over the situation. Uh, you know, in, in many cases, he was family to a lot of people. Sure. And I mean, uh, just like we have our family, he had his. I'll uh, had his I'll, rest I'll read family. I'll read some comments, you know? but I, I did want to share something. Sure, he worked hard did, to get I that think, family. I too, think it's so. important that now that I I tell the story a little bit, man. Um, Tony, so bizarre. And Dan had issues. We we it doesn't. We don't have to get into that yeah. whole situation. Yeah, everybody kind of knows. But I will I will tell you that Tony shared with me many times, and I think this is important for everybody to know because. This is why life is too short, right? Mm -hmm. um, Dan was reaching out to Tony quite often, right, and trying to reconcile right. the situation. Right. Um, I think at some points maybe Dan realized that he was out of line with what went on in, in certain situations, and yeah, maybe tried to be. reconcile. Sure. But okay. th if this isn't a message to everybody out there, it's like life's too short, right? right. It's life's too short for hatred. Way and too life, short. And, 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 Way too short. You know. There's joking, and we're all about having fun. Of course. Got it, but, you know, it's just... Which is honestly what I felt we were doing when we were going back and forth with him. And I believe and I think it or not, part of him, I think he enjoyed it, too. Absolutely. Quite honestly. Absolutely. You know, and I, I think mean, I think the fans enjoyed it yeah, also, we were, right? Yeah, we were all having a ball tossing, uh, you know, turnbuckles at each other. But, I mean... But, you know, hey. I'm going to read a few comments. Oh, Davio boy. says, Monty and Farrow, I just want to say it was honorable of you guys giving a 10-bell salute to Dan. Um, Joker says Dan was passionate to the core about wrestling. Mm -hmm. His death leaves a massive void in the community, and he'll be deeply missed. So that's something we He's should identify recognize. with Boston. Well, I mean, you know, he did. A, he did. He was obviously a fixture over in that area. Obviously, we should recognize the fact that, and I'll say this: he was a major player in the world of pro wrestling yeah you know yeah, in the you, in the youtube universe i agree with I would, that i would even go further past maybe the youtube well the universe. mwf etc etc yeah, sure. sure he did some things and hey he wasn't just out there you know thinking about doing them he he went and tried to do them you know i give him a lot of credit for that charles you know? wilson says i was privy to some conversations about sunglasses at night there you go right there you go eric says amen gentlemen super classy uh, Lou, Lou says, Dan loved pro wrestling and that we all can respect. I sure. feel sorry for his family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I got goosebumps, man. I'm not, this was, this was, a this, this, that shouldn't have even happened. I'm still like, how? I, have they cleared up how he passed away or is this still somewhat in the air? Because the first thing I read was he died in a car crash. Now right. we know he was in a car crash years ago with the Sheik. Then the next day I saw that he passed away in the shower. And I was like, does anybody really know the, the, the definitive reason? I mean, have you found anything out at this point, or is it still up in the air as far as what happened to him? Um, from what I read, he, he was at his father's house, and he passed away in the shower. I, oh. I'm not going to Yeah. Okay. I'm not right. going to yeah. try to guess right. what happened. Right. Um, right. right. Charles Wilson says Dan had a channel of 25,000 subscribers, and it lasted well over 10 years. He spent a lot of time and effort into his channel. Sure. Absolutely. No doubt. And you know what? I kind of, no doubt. you know, I think about Dan, and I think, you know, this is what his life was. From I, Again, I didn't know the guy, but mm -hmm. from what I understand, and uh, and I call him Dan respectfully instead sure. of Marathi. Yeah, right. Um, gotcha. I think that he had his injury in his car accident and this Apparently channel and his yeah. fans were all he had right and i think he became very very protective who wouldn't be right 
Right. I mean, who wouldn't be? We've, we've worked very hard in the last five years to do what we're well, doing. I can relate. Okay. To Absolutely. I'm going to I'm going to reiterate, though. I want to bring it to a point. Sure. Is I spoke to Dan one time. I remember. Right. One time. Mm -hmm. I remember. And he didn't know I was there, but I, <laughs> I could just say that <laughs> I kind of walked in on it. But yeah, I did. I don't I, I want to, you know, again, I don't want to come on here. It, it's very hard to sit here and, and bust on each other for a year. Mm hmm. And then and, and because then someone passes, right. and then some, and then say, this "Hey, was... I love this guy." Oh, right. I, it was a joke. Yeah, you got, we, we didn't gotta like be, each we other. We got to stay real. Here. We didn't right. like each other, right. and that's okay. That's you're just okay. Being, you're just being truthful. That's right. all. You're being real. That's okay. You know. Um, but I will tell you, I know you were. Yeah. You were very saddened over this. I was pretty jolted. You know. Um, Especially when I found out he was 42, because not for nothing, I thought he was our age. Maybe right. because it was the facial hair or whatever. There was something about him that I figured he's our age. But he's 42. Sorry, folks, but to these two old guys, that's almost a baby at this point. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Al, Snow wrote on, Al Snow wrote on YouTube, hmm. I heard the sad news and the loss of my friend Dan Marotti. You will truly be missed. You are one of a kind. I will always be in your debt. For introducing me to Quincy, my sincerest, heartfelt condolences to all of Dan's families and friends. May you truly rest in peace. Um, another gentleman very classy, wrote, Mr. Snow. "Very sad in the learning the passing of Jan Dan Marotti Fragnolia." Well, I'm I will tell you this though: that, that shocked thing. me. Fragilo? I had no Maybe. idea that Marotti was a pseudo name. What am I going to say? I'm the Farrell. I know, I know. Hey, but, what am I going to say? You right, know? right. But that's cool. I mean, Dan Marotti, Marotti sounds like rolls off the tongue better than, uh, I can't even, what, Frangillo, I'm, saying, I'm assuming. Maria Davis shared this with me. The, the first thing when I heard about uh, mm -hmm. Dan passing, mm -hmm. I, I, uh, the first guy that came to my mind was uh, John Cena Sr. Okay. and That, uh, that makes sense. Maria Davis was kind enough to send this to me, and I'll just read John's, oh, wow. uh, John's writings. And again, if everybody's heard this before, I, I just think it's important, right? We recognize the passing of, uh, you know, a, a big-time figure in pro wrestling, right? Mm -hmm. This is a hard one for me. I got a call this morning that Dan Marotti passed away. He was more, just, more than just a friend to me. He was like another brother. For over 15 years, we've been working together on Boston Wrestling, MWF. He brought me on board back in 2007, and ever since then, we've been working together. I've gained so much knowledge about the sport of professional wrestling from him, and just so much more. We did everything wrestling together and more. This one just hurts. He created a name that would stick with me forever, and how everyone knew me as Little Senior. Cena, sorry. He never called me by my actual name, not once. He was a great guy to anyone that truly knew him, and would do anything for anyone. He worked day and night to bring the best content available for all the fans of Boston Wrestling. He will be missed. I miss you, buddy. I'll see you on the other side. Little Cena. You know, we've talked about it in the past, Mike, that, um, you know, as far as attaining success, and I've always loved that you've said this to me. If we even make one person smile, we've done our job. Well, well done, Dan Marotti. 
you definitely did your job. That's uh, that's facts. Well done, Farrell. Yeah. Well said. Rest in peace. The Monty and the Farrow Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty DeFaro, seen here on Out of Indie Music TV in Ron Conklin, Long Island. So I'm going to start reading what you guys got to say, um, one at a time. Maria Davis, yes, Dan and I had our differences, but when someone passes away, it leaves an impact. Rip Dan Marotti. Fester Hoghead, I saw the Iron Sheik first on Dan Marotti's MWF before I even knew who he was. Thank you, Marotti. B40, I'm sorry for trolling Dan during the height of the Thursday Night Wars. <laughs> Jason Moaning, Dan, Dan seemed good-hearted and meant well. Mm. Phil, Desiree. 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 I just love this. Thank you, Dan. Name. Just as you did for me on Earth, I hope you leave a light on for me where you are now. That's, that's cool. Davio, Dan had a family and friends. My God, grant them peace during this difficult time. Amen. Yeah. Rick Howard. Dan reunited demolition. That was huge. Wow. Nice. Okay. ESO. If it wasn't for Dan feuding with Tony Atlas, I would never have found Monty and Farrow. Well, there you go. Rick B. I had fun and met a lot of great folks in the chats in Boston wrestling videos. Can you guys bring Cena Cena on? And ask him how he can continue the channel. Okay. I think okay. so, Rick. Yeah. I can reach out to him. Okay. I, I don't know what kind of state of mind he's in right now. It's probably not the time, but right. I certainly can do that with no problem at all. Cool. Anything for you, brother. James Splawn. Oh, my God. I can't believe he passed. Yeah. Loose Cannon. Dan, I respect your passion for wrestling and happy you did what you loved. Peace, brother. Jacus. Dan Marotti did more for some of the longtime veteran wrestlers than some of the companies they previously worked for. He was all about keeping the guys who paved the way working. He adored wrestling. So I'll address this. Julian Arness. Oh, my favorite. Why couldn't God have taken the Pharaoh? So, wow. There's times for funny jokes wow. and stuff like that, Julian, but. You want to talk about disrespecting the memory of Dan Marotti, there you go. That's exactly the point. You were the big defender of him, but when the time of need, when the guy passes away, it's nothing like disrespecting him. So congratulations, Julian. You did a great job. Jamie Splawn. I liked him, and he did a lot of, had a lot of knowledge. Griswold. Rip Dan. I give you credit. He knew the classic wrestling events, dates, and the pay-per-view of the WWF down to the T. Could name the whole card right off the rip. Phil says, not a good joke. No, Phil, it's not a good joke. Something tells me I probably beat that Arnes guy up back in sixth grade or something, and he's still mad. You know? just, whatever, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah. 
whatever. Yep. All right, waiting for more comments, guys. Farrell, you want to keep this going while we get some? Uh, just, you know, the fans are fantastic. Everybody is showing their true colors and, uh, you know. Luce says one bonehead out of 50 ain't bad. That's true. That's true. Thank you. Thank you for that. Triple A, we do not wish death on anyone. Yes, lousy comment. I agree. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Because, uh, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. But apparently, uh, school's, uh, school's in session over there. So, Jackus says, don't wish death on anyone. Yeah. Rotten thing to say, Julian. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Here we go. 802. Most of the people I talked to in the chat in Boston Wrestling chat, Dan and I had our words. Uh, he was never rude, and I was rude. I'm sure, so no bad words, Dan. Thanks everything you did for wrestling. Mm -hmm. Rick, is Tony Atlas okay? Rick, uh, I talked to Tony when Dan passed. Um, very hard to gauge how Tony was feeling. Right. Um, I could tell you, between us both, that... Uh, it shook us up a little bit. Yeah, you know we didn't. You know, again, I th I thought about. I mean, to be very kids, honest, right, right now, from I'm, what st I understand. I'm still blown away by that incredibly stupid comment. I I didn't think anybody could be that dumb, you know, during a moment like this to just be that clueless. But uh, I've always been impressed with that particular person's uh, idiot idiocy. It's just a. Ugh. Anyway, Kurt Fox, I learned so much from Dan and Tony. I watched every episode. They came here, love and light. PJ, hey, man, how are you? I didn't know Dan, but he was a big part of wrestling. It will be a big loss. Yeah. 802, long live the Pharaoh. Yard Ape in the house. Thank you, 802. What's up, Yard Ape? Julian Arness. Either way, let's be real. Why does everything change when someone dies? When he was alive, most were here criticized Dan nonstop. I supported Dan. So I'll, can I answer that one? What, I'll answer so that. you're a hero now because you're uh, trying to make up no, for your I'll stupid comments? I'll, I'll, no. You're I'll, an idiot. I'll, an, I'll answer that. So, I mean, come on. So again, if we were to come on the show and turn around and say, uh, you know. What, you want us to blast him? No, no, but no. I mean, what is wrong that's with not, this that's not. That's not the point. The point is this, is that. Whatever arguments we had, we both felt we felt one way, he felt another. Right. Everybody knows in life there's no black and white. There's like lots of gray. Yeah. And in life, people choose sides. Right. So, Julian, the people that were on this show were choosing the Monty and the Farrow side. And the people that went to Boston Wrestling right. chose the Boston side. Yeah. And some people just enjoy like the both. back and forth. Yeah. But the fact of the matter, things do change because you're heartless if you don't feel for a man's family. You don't Whoa. feel for a man Ugh. who all he wanted to do was entertain people and to pass away at such a young age. So things do change when people pass away. doesn't mean that I personally liked him. I didn't know him. Right. I know him from... His right. dealings with people right. that I was dealing with. But things do change, man, because guess what? You can still dislike someone and feel bad right. 
that something happened to him. Right. Right? There's levels. I can even say after his comment wishing death on me that I'm impressed with his, you know, the fact that he just loves to hate the Pharaoh. That's fine. You know, I, I respect that. And if God forbid anything happened to Julian on this, I would feel bad. And again, does that make me a phony? No. It means I don't like when you talk shit about me, but if God forbid anything happened to you, I wouldn't be pleased, my friend. Gris Griswold you know? asked. So come on, bro, get a grip. Have you guys heard from Marty J? <laughs> Griswold, I spoke about it earlier. Marty called yeah. me the day after Dan passed. He wanted to know what happened. I didn't really know what happened. I just told right. him what I had heard. Uh, Marty it was still in the hospital. He mm -hmm. sounded sound he sounds fantastic. Great. That's very encouraging. Fantastic. Very encouraging. Um, So we're out of time. I appreciate you guys with your comments. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Our prayers go out to the Marathi family. For sure. Our prayers go out to the friends of Dan Marathi. Mm -hmm. um, For sure. And the fans of Dan Marathi. For sure. Yeah. And I'll leave it with this and then send us out. Yard yeah. Ape says something good. It says, Dan loved to bury, to bury sunglasses at night. Yeah, and we had a ball with sunglasses at night. Absolutely. I mean, he gave us awesome artillery. I mean, we were, everything he would say, we would find a way to make it work, you know? So. Rick says. It was, class, all, it was all in good jazz. show. Thank you. Thanks, Rick. Send us out, Farrell. And we want to thank you guys for joining us. And again, keep uh, the Marathi family in your prayers, and we'll see you next Thursday. Go ahead, Farrell. You've, you've been watching Monty and the Farrell, and uh, thank you guys all for uh, sharing this hour with us. Uh, rest in peace, Dan Marathi. You brought way more good to this game than, uh, than bad, obviously. And uh, you too, Julian. Hey, maybe someday we'll be friends. Who the heck knows? You know, life is too short. Later. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No, I mean, I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Hmm. Elm Logistics, for all your logistic needs, call 631 Two nine nine three five nine five. That's six three one two nine nine three five nine five. Elm Global Logistics. Pride, performance, and partnerships. I'd like you to close us out with uh, maybe some final words about Dan, and maybe uh, 
what would you like to say to him if he was still with us and you had an opportunity to give him some final last words? You know, I guess I could say this for Scott Hall, for JJ, and for Dan Marotti. Ernest Hemingway, Ernest Hemingway wrote a book. And the book was called For Whom the Bell Tolls. And today, the bell tolls for Scott Hall, for JJ, and for Dan Marotti. Listen quietly, hear the ring, and share the memories. If Dan was still here, I think we'd still be laughing and fooling. I still think my words would be the same to him. Dan, cool down, slow down. Don't take things personal. This is not about you, my friend. Relax, relax, please. And I had him laughing and we'd go back and forth. And I think that's what I would keep saying to him. You don't realize how hot it is. Dan, slow down. A lot of us here to help. Let us. Let us help. So one thing he never knew how to do was delegate. He could never delegate. And that would be one thing I would tell him. And again, don't let things get to you. Don't take it personal. Walk away. Take the high road. Andy Wong would always say, take the high road. Take the high road. Walk away. You know, we all know about the incident he had with our favorite guy, and he's a great friend. Walk away. Walk away in peace, and it ends in peace. No need to start a war. No need. And those are the things I would tell him. And, you know, slowly he was understanding. Slowly. And I guess that's the way I'd leave him. You know, on the back of his um, prayer card, I'm just going to read you what they put on here, if I may. Those who we love must someday pass beyond our present sight, must leave us and the world we know without their radiant light. We know that like a candle, the loving light will shine to brighter up another place, more perfect, more divine. And in the realm of heaven, where they shine so warm and bright, our Lord, one life forevermore in God's eternal light. And I believe that's where they all are. I'm sure that Marathi's up there trying to tell Peter how to run the friggin' gates. And if he gives him any trouble, he's going to put it on TV and talk about what a slob he was and how he forgot to get the golden key. Scott Hall, as you said earlier, Pharaoh, is going to walk up to the gate and say, Hey, Peter, it's a wonderful place up here, but I want them gold topics. And J.J. <laughs> is writing a song about how great heaven is. So for all of us, we should sit back and say, as Bob Hope says, and includes Dan Marotti, Scott Hall, JJ, all the other ones that went before us. Thanks for the memories. Mr. Cena, you're a class act, and we want to thank everybody for joining us. I'm glad we could call you a friend and prayers to the three gentlemen you just mentioned. Mr. Cena, send us out, please. That's on you, John. Send us home. <laughs> I don't know how to send you home except say thank you. I love you guys tremendously. You truly are my friends, and I do. Do wait for the day you call and say, here in Saugus, let's go to the Kowloon, and to all the fans of Monty and the Pharaoh, and those fans of Boston Wrestling and NWF, thank you for the memories. It's only the beginning, only the beginning. 
And Monty and the Pharaoh again, thank you so much for allowing me to come on and talk about my dear friend, Dave Barati. <laughs>